This is Hans Scheil from the Finishing Well podcast. On Finishing Well, we help you make godly choices about Medicare, long-term care, and your money. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it. Share it. But most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here now. Oh, yes, it does. The Masculine Journey does start here now. It's kind of fun, 12 o'clock on Saturday. Of course, it's not 12 o'clock on Saturday for us, <laughs> but it will be. We like we live in a time machine, <laughs> and you'll be experiencing that. And actually, 12 o'clock this particular Saturday, it is Christmas Eve Eve. I'm just saying, right, that, that everybody... Like, how fun is that? And, you know, but for some people, Christmas ain't so fun. And, it, you know, things happen this time of year. And, of course, um, I don't know why. You know, I guess Satan just sometimes attacks hard. So last year this time, Andy had just lost his mother. And this year, unfortunately, um, Art lost his mother um, a few days ago. And as tragically, Sam uh, shockingly lost his, his older brother, who was that much older than him, um, just immediately over the weekend. And, and so Sam is here in the studio with us, but he's not going to be quite as vocal in spite of the fact that it's his topic, because, you know, he's just kind of at that place where he's had a very emotional week uh, of sharing with his brothers and sisters. And so, uh, interestingly, it's his topic and a very fun topic. And a very masculine, for those of us who know us, it's a very masculine journey topic. So, Sam, if you don't mind, I'll share a little bit about our topic. Yeah, I was preparing for Christmas a few weeks ago and had made a determination that I really wanted to try to watch some Christmas movies this year. Because sometimes I'm like, well, I'll get to it later, I'll get to it later, and then Christmas is over, and I'm like, well, I'll get to it next year, you know, kind of thing. And so I started with um, Home Alone, but I haven't seen that one in a while. I need something to laugh at. And as I was watching it, I hit this scene in it that we'll play later, um, but I hit this scene in it, and I'm like, that is, speaks right to the masculine journey topic of woundedness, right? And then I started thinking about, you know, when we're talking about, you know, God's story, that all the good stories borrow from God's story, that, yes, of course it's going to have topics, that even in Christmas movies, that, that are related to God's story, which is related, of course, the masculine journey is part of that. Right, you know the way we look at the masculine journey and the things that we take from the Bible, the stories that we take, you know, there's definitely clips that that play along with the things we talk about. Exactly, and so you know, along those lines, you know, if you're in a band of brothers, and I hope you are, or you you know, however that works for you, band of sisters, uh, you know, you do life together, and if you do life together with a group of people pretty long, you 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 share tragedies. Um, you know, Sam and I lost our moms the same year, and 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 we did, you know, we we've been through this stuff, and and you know, again, it's it's one of those things that um, is an honor 
right? To to share somebody's life to what's really going on, and and everything ain't always so fine or so fun, but but some to consider that you know who's going to be there for you, right? When those when those things happen, right? Right, Andy? Yeah, definitely. Last year, you guys were a godsend. It was a really difficult time. It's, I'd said on the radio before I was going through a big thing with kidney stones, and Mom was going through her her you know, her health issues, and then it suddenly happened where she passed. And for you guys to come along and and really show what the masculine journey is about. In this growth, you build relationships. It's not just about, you know, discipleship. The discipleship is also the, part of, the greatest part of discipleship to me is the relationship that you gain through as you learn together. And for you guys to be there and to... Uh, and be the pallbearers at her funeral and and just be there for me. It was huge. And it is, again, what a band of brothers is about. Right, right. So, you know, in so many ways, God's teaching us. And sometimes he teaches us through wonderful Christmas movies that usually make us laugh a whole lot. And so one of those, if you're me, that's a traditional, like, I will watch this movie every single Christmas. That will happen. Unlike one movie, we might see it later in after hours. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this movie, I can guarantee you, I've already watched this year. I will watch it again next year. But Danny, why don't you set it up how this particular clip relates to actually one of your talks that you did at boot camp. Yeah, the, the movie's Elf, and it's a staple in our family, too. When I married into the Scripture family, it become part of the Christmas routine, along with several other movies. And uh, this scene is where Buddy meets his dad for the first time. He traveled through the candy cane forest and the whole thing into New York, and he wanders into his dad's office. But this guy doesn't know he's his dad. And and they meet, and then it plays into the larger story for me because both of these guys were kind of living in their smaller stories. But all of a sudden, the larger story begins to collide as they meet and you know you realize the impact that your life has. And that's just kind of what it spoke to me. But we can play the clip and... Excuse me. I'm here to see a Walter Hobbs. I'm Buddy the Elf. <laughs> you look hilarious. Who sent you? Papa Elf. Papa Elf? Mm -hmm. From the North Pole. From the North Pole? Yes. So you really think we should ship him? No. I think we should take a $30,000 bath so some kid can understand what happened to a puppy and a friggin' pigeon. Ship him. Yeah. Sent you a Christmas gram. Dad! All right, uh, let's get it over with. I, I walked all day and night to find you. Uh, you look like you came from the North Pole. That's <laughs> exactly where I came from. Santa must have called you. Oh, yeah, sure. He uh, just got off the cell phone with me. You did? So go on. Go on with what? Well, I, are you going to sing a song or something, or can I just go back to work? A song? Uh, yeah. Anything for you, Dad. Um, uh, I'm, I'm here with my dad, and we never met, and he wants me to sing him a song. <laughs> and um, I was adopted, but you didn't know I was born. So I'm here now. I found you, Daddy. And guess what? I love you. I love you. I love you. Wow. That's weird. You know, usually, guys just uh, you know 
put my name in the jingle bells or something. It's me, your son. Susan Wells had me, and, and she didn't tell you, and, 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 but now I'm here. It's me, buddy. Susan Wells. You said Susan Wells? Yes. Who sent this Christmas gram? What's a Christmas gram? I want one. You know, all of our lives matter, and that we impact people in our decisions negatively or positively you know impact those around us thus those around us impact us and that that's part of the larger story and just watching you know i love this movie i mean the comedy in it is hilarious but there is that underlying thing that we talk about around the masculine journey about you know there are things that go on in the world that we don't see because we're either blinded to it or we just refuse to see but it is part of the larger story that you know, there, there, are, there are events and things going on, and, you know, people need our glory to shine, as we've been talking about. So that's kind of the, the premise on what I saw here. So That's so amazing. Anyway, Harold, you had something? You were raising your hand? Were five you, minutes. Were you waving at the new camera? No, he like, was saying there's five minutes oh, left oh, for oh. the break. <laughs> that's pretty good. That, like was st- that was his steel second sign there. Oh, oh. So, I'm just trying to copy Jim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I won't forget that one. Anyway, um, Andy, you, for you, this is sonship, right? Right here. Yeah, in it this is. Particular clip. It, it really is. Um, I mean, Buddy was an orphan that got mixed up, and then he came back in his dad's life. And um, I wasn't a big elf fan, but the more I watch it, there's, there is so many things that relate to the masculine journey in it. And, and being that son, you know, you you do feel orphaned from God, even though you know he's your father, because of what happens in our own earthly father's life and their involvement in it. Sometimes those things get messed up, and then you begin to get twist things, and you really don't look at God as father. He's this heavenly father, but really what does he do around, you know, as me on earth? And he became, and, and through this old masculine journey, God became, as a father, he became much more accessible to me as a father through this message. So, Yeah, and once you became that, you, you could call out people's glory. Like I could. So, so Buddy buddy goes on, you know, you, he, you could hear it in that. He just has such a, I mean, he was raised as an elf, right? And he still has that childlike faith. And he looks for opportunities to call out people's glory, and this is an example here. Trade them for a package of sunshine and ravioli. Macaroni! If you want the thing you love. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. It's great to meet you. Hi. So it was a little bit naive there. It's kind of some false advertising going on, but he looked for the opportunity to call that glory, and that's obviously the show that we just came off of. But he really did look for that opportunity. He looked for the best in everybody. He had a, he had a, a um, North Pole experience and brought it, you know, uh, stateside or whatever. But he, um, he, he's just, you, you can't help but laugh at that childlike faith that he carries throughout the movie. Oh yeah, and and he, you know, from my perspective, calls out his father from, you know, a faithlessness. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like, agreed. Yeah. He, he didn't have faith in much of anybody, but also his priorities were not for his family, and, and so he did. Yeah. His own younger son, 
actually turns things around right you know after mm-hmm. you know buddy runs away and so you, right. you look at so many things there that that people are you know given that freedom cry yeah right and and it's interesting that so often as sam has pointed out many times it's our children yeah right that are speaking truth into our life that that um, nobody else will I think it's, we talked a little bit about it earlier, but I think every Christmas movie, for the most part, does have the disruption, dismantling, in order to move to healing and restoring, right? Whether it's Home Alone and Kevin has a, a bad perspective about his family, right? that needs to be disrupted, dismantled, so he can move into a place of healthiness, right? you know? Same thing with the characters in Elf, the dad, even the, 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 the uh, stepmom, the little brother, you know, they all have to have that event. Right, and so it's pretty consistent in all the all of the, the shows. Right. So we have more very exciting, funny Christmas clips and one in the after hours. Not so funny and exciting. <laughs> but Aaron liked it. So we you know, we're setting you up to listen to the after hours later and we're gonna get to all that other stuff in the next segment. But we wanna remind you that we do have a boot camping coming up at the end of March, April. We haven't figured all that out, but of course, you can always go to masculine. What we have at our boot camp is something that makes you stronger and gives you the strength to go on your regular walk with God. It's something that will make you be bigger than you were when you got there. But what kind of inspired you to come up this weekend? Oh, my goodness. Uh, just my faith in general. You know, my father you know, has passed down that heritage of just that Christian life, that Christian faith, and just godly morals and principles, and he's instilled that in my life. And, you know, I have children as well, and I want to instill that in their life. So, you know, when I get an opportunity to do something like this i jump on it i just want to be here and i'm glad to be here it's a great opportunity oh, we're definitely glad to have you here as well any talk that stuck out to you this week that's really just kind of made your heart come alive with that fire back in you probably one thing that just stands out to me is john 15 is just not being alone know that i have christ on my side i can't do anything without him no. and i need him in my life i'm a very private person i like to do things on my own i don't like to ask for help so that's hard for me to know i've got to ask jesus for something and then also just to rely on a band of brothers that i can look to and turn to and say hey guys i need help i can't do this alone Register today at masculinejourney.org. Word of God speak, would you pour down like rain, washing my eyes to see your majesty, to be still and know that you're in this place. Please let me stay. Oh, yes, there's Sam's bump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you may wonder how that has to do with Christmas movies, but Sam will tell you. It does. It does. Um, God is constantly speaking to us, you know, and, and there's so much comfort in that. He's speaking to us through the, the birds chirping, the animals playing, you know, all those kinds of things. But he's doing it through movies, and those include Christmas movies. So I had to challenge you when you're watching some Christmas movies, say, God, what do you have in store for me? Why does this movie make my heart come alive? Or why does it hit that chord in me that I can't put my words to? You know, why do I love it so much? Why am I so passionate about this movie? And let God kind of unpack that for you, because he's trying to tell you something. Yeah, He's trying to remind you of some things. He really is. And I would say also that, you know, a lot of people think that Jesus is the Word, and the Word is Jesus, and which is actually certainly the Bible, but it is also this voice that he has, hear, O Israel, right? Mm-hmm. And so when he speaks, that's a word, 
okay? And, and those words are critical to really having that relationship with him because if you're not getting words, you know, how can you have a relationship yeah. with him? Well, that's what I was going to say. Christmas, the whole point of Christmas is God spoke Jesus into, I mean, that's the, that's the reason for Christmas, so, yeah. So, I, and that was uh, Word of God Speak by uh, uh, Mercy Me. And so it's apparently our default. <laughs> when we don't have another bump, we just play that because it kind of applies to everything, apparently. <laughs> so, all right. It's, so, like the que- it's like the question in Sunday school, it was always Jesus, right? It was it's Jesus, like, yes, it's of always course. Word of so, God speak. <laughs> you know, if we didn't use my clip, it just wouldn't make sense. <laughs> so to quote a good friend of mine that likes to say that when we use his clip. But anyway, I, I went with this very theme that Sam was talking about uh, in the movie Santa Claus, The Santa Claus. And to set this up, I hope most of you have seen this movie. It's, it's another one of those that God spoke to me many times through this movie, which I just love the humor of it. But essentially, this is an opportunity for Scott to be called out by his son, right? And, and so this is like Adventure Scott. And so if you, if you have been to a boot camp, you're familiar with the masculine journey, we talk a lot about God calls us into adventures and to risk and, and to go stretch your comfort zone. Mm. Well, Scott's, you know, comfort zone got stretched when Santa ended up on his roof, right? And the next thing you know, he goes out there to check on it and Santa falls off the roof and dies. This is the part that we're leading up to this clip. And so he's out there trying to deal with that when his son is so excited because he sees the the ladder, which is, you know, the Clatter company has made the thing, and it, you know it's, it's spectacular. But listen how uh, his son calls Scott, you know, into this adventure big time, you know, to be the Santa Claus. Look here, Dad. The rose, such a clatter company. Huh? Out by the roof, there's a rose, such a clatter, just like the poem. Just like the poem. Charlie, come on down from there. Charlie, get down from there. Don't touch anything. It's great. I'm just going to call the police. I'll carry the stuff up there. Let them deal with it, okay? <laughs> Whoa. This guy was huge. Dad, is this neat? Charlie? Charlie! Stay away from those things. They're reindeer. You don't know where they've been. They all look like they've got key Lyme disease. Easy, Rudolph. Excuse me, Comet. Dad, check out Santa's sleigh. There's no such thing as Santa's sleigh. Brother, you said you believe in Santa, right? I did. I do. What about the reindeer? These are Santa's reindeer, aren't they? I hope not. These are uh, a gift. Merry Christmas. Now, hop out of it, please. I don't want to go. Listen, Charlie, I'm not kidding. Let's go! So, as Sam, so, you know, I think pointed out so clearly, if you think about the movie and you've seen it, and I hope you have, that what happens for poor Scott is, you know, he becomes that Santa, 
right? And as he begins to grow a beard and he starts to gain weight, his doctor tells him, and that is, you know, he needs to do something about his beard turning white. And he said, and you should diet. <laughs> I love that line. It makes me laugh every time. <laughs> anyway, his, his life is totally disrupted, dismantled, as is, you know, his sons, as is, you know, the, Neil, the psychiatrist and his wife. And everybody's life is turned upside down um, to a new childlike faith. And, you know, the epic line, which I really impacted me the first time I saw it, and you talk about the word of God speak, it spoke to me. Mm-hmm. And it still does, that the little girl elf, you know, is talking to Scott that night when he's trying to figure all this out, and he's talking about what, you know, believing is seeing, and she says, no, you know, it's not seeing is believing. You know, believing is seeing. And in so many different ways, uh, you know, when you believe, that you can hear from God, you know, getting that understanding from me uh, was one of the major turning points of my life. And, and then to have people reinforce that within the masculine journey, you know, made a huge impact in, in so many different areas of my life and the best guidance I ever got. And so you look like you want to say something, Danny, go ahead. Well, I think I have to correct you. Oh, if I'm sure. If we step into a childlike faith, I think we got our lives turned right side up. Oh, I like that. I stand corrected. <laughs> You're doing good sitting in Jim's chair. <laughs> I'm still contemplating big words. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so very cool. And, you know, just so that we can, you know, get another classic in here, uh, Andy, you have uh, yours you can set up, which is amazing. Yeah, so this is from It's a Wonderful Life, and this is another one that I, for years, I hadn't seen, uh, wasn't aware of it. My mom brought it to my attention, and probably about twenty years ago, I guess. But when I mean, it really impacted my life. I can remember teaching Sunday school, uh, and to to youth, and and it really made an impact on their lives. I mean, it it's one where it really hits home with a point of significance identity um this feeling of why i'm here on earth and what what is my purpose or or do people really see me or i'm really um helping them out so you've got george bailey who's state he wants to go and build something great be an architect and so his um his dad wants to get involved in the building loan he does this he helps out a lot of people but then his cousin makes a bad deal and loses some money, and then they're on the hook for it. So he's feeling sorry for himself, like bad deal. So he's got this guardian angel that comes in and tries to save him and help him. This is the dialogue, and we'll talk about it when we come back. How did you happen to fall in? I didn't fall in. I jumped in to save George. You what? To save me? Well, I did, didn't I? You didn't go through with it, did you? Through with what? Suicide. Oh, it's against the law to commit suicide around here. Yeah, it's against the law where I come from, too. Where do you come from? Heaven. I had to work quickly. That's why I jumped in. I knew if I were drowning, you'd try to save me. You see, you did. And that's how I saved you. Uh, uh, Very funny. (coughs) Oh, I know all about you. I've watched you grow up from a little boy. What are you, a mind reader or something? (laughs) Who are you, then? Clarence Oddbody, AS2. Oddbody? AS2? What, what, what's that AS2? Angel, second class. 
Why do you want to save me? That's what I was sent down for. I'm your guardian angel. Ridiculous of you to think of killing yourself for money. Eight thousand dollars. Yeah, now think, just things like that. Now, how do you know that? I told you I'm your guardian angel. I know everything about you. And you'll help me, won't you? Sure. How? By letting me help you. Only one way you can help me. You don't happen to have 8,000 bucks on you, do you? Oh, no, no. We don't use money in heaven. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. I keep forgetting. Comes in pretty handy down here, bub. Oh, tut, tut, tut. Uh, <laughs> I'm worth more dead than alive. Now, look, you mustn't talk like that. I won't get my wings with that attitude. You just don't know all that you've done. If it hadn't been for you... Yeah, if it hadn't been for me, everybody would be a lot better off. My wife and my kids and my friends. And my... Look, little fella, why you go off and haunt somebody else. No, you? now you don't understand. I've got my job. Oh, shut up, will you? Yeah, so you still think killing yourself would make everyone feel happier, eh? Oh, I don't know. I guess you're right. I suppose it'd been better if I'd never been born at all. What'd you say? I said I wish I'd never been born. And we all feel like that sometimes, right? Um, I think uh, I've been been reading in Job. Job felt like that, right? And and he gets that feeling, and you know he t- uh, Clarence jumps in the water to get him to come save him. Well, he had saved uh, George had saved his brother Harry earlier in the movie. Harry goes on to be this war hero. Um, he helped George helps all these people get houses from this building and loan that he didn't he, he architected and helped their lives he was a builder of lives instead of like builder of buildings and but he had gotten all messed up in feeling like he was such a failure and that's what we do a lot of times we feel that we make agreements we allow satan to talk to us we make agreements so in breaking those agreements the masculine journey term we get free from that and then we step into our identity and realize that we have a wonderful life Right, which is exactly what happens with George, right? When he finally right. says, let me have my life back. He's, yeah, he's right. breaking the agreement. Exactly. Right? And then old Ang's eye, yeah, right? And right. the little twinkling, and next thing you know, yep. Clarence gets his wing. If you're like, uh, if you've never seen the movie, please go uh, watch it over the holiday season. You'll see it on plenty plenty of places. But, yeah, it made a big impact on my life. It, it It's absolutely huge. Well, we want to let you all know that we're doing a little something new um, as of – you know, last week, the first time we went live on YouTube and Facebook this week, we're live on YouTube only as we didn't click all the buttons we should. So, you know, every Tuesday night is when we actually record the Masculine Journey. So Tuesday nights, you can now watch it live on YouTube or Facebook. Either one, it's called Masculine Journey. And, and also, by all means, subscribe to us on YouTube or, for, or like us on Facebook. However, all that works. It really helps out our ministry. If you would do that, we would really appreciate the viewership and the listenership as we do you tuning into us every week or looking at us in the podcast right i want to remind you we got boot camps coming up it's all at masculinejourney.org and again we are so excited about your christmas and so we want to wish you one from the men of the masculine journey let's go merry Merry Christmas. christmas this is the truth network